Welcome to Grace and Glory Audio, featuring Pastor P.G. Matthew. Today, Pastor Matthew continues in his series on the pastoral epistles of St. Paul with this message entitled, The One Holy Orthodox Church, preached March 6th, 2016. If you have your Bibles with you, please turn to 2 Timothy chapter 2, beginning with verse 14. I'm interested in speaking to you about Orthodox Church. There is Russian Orthodox Church, Armenian Orthodox Church, Greek Orthodox Church. I'm not speaking about any of these. I'm speaking about the Orthodox Church found in the scriptures, which Jesus Christ builds. One holy true apostolic universal orthodox church we read in Romans 9 and verse 6 all Israel are not Israel that is all Israel will not believe in their Messiah Messiah Jesus Christ the son of David All Israel will not believe in him and be saved. Even so, all professing Christians are not Christians. For many do not savingly believe in Jesus and prove their faith through obedience. There is the one holy, universal, and apostolic church... And there is also the synagogue of Satan. Christ builds the Orthodox Church and Christ dwells there. His holy word of truth is always preached there. The elect people of God hear the word of God and by the power of the Holy Spirit they believe And they are saved in that Orthodox Church. These God's holy people worship the triune God, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit there. They love one another and serve one another as members of God's holy family. Friends in the synagogue of Satan... The devil dwells there. His throne is there. His lies, the anti-word, is spoken there. The children of the devil worship there in the power of the devil. And they always practice ever-increasing immorality. I will speak about the Orthodox Church. So, the one holy, universal, apostolic, Orthodox Church. And we read this in 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 14, 15, and 19. Keep reminding them of these things. Warn them before God 
against quarreling about words, it is of no use and only ruins those who listen. Timothy is to keep on remembering the person and work of Jesus Christ, especially the central doctrine of resurrection, chapter 2, verse 8. Without a risen Christ, there is no salvation. Resurrection proves Jesus is God incarnate. He was perfect without any sin. His death atoned for our sins. He destroyed death by his death. And Jesus Christ has freed us from the fear of death. Now God is able to forgive all our sins and justify us justly. The Orthodox Church believes this gospel. As we read 1 Corinthians 15, 1 through 11. This Jesus, raised from the dead, lives forevermore. He alone is the savior of the whole world. He alone is the way, the truth, the resurrection, and the life. He is the way from eternal death to eternal life. He is the way from hell to heaven, from darkness to light, from condemnation to justification, from slavery to sin and the devil and death to kingship with Jesus Christ. He is the highway of holiness. Isaiah 35, and a highway will be there. It will be called the way of holiness. The unclean will not journey on it. It will be for those who walk in that way. Wicked fools will not go about on it. But only the redeemed will walk there. And the ransomed of the Lord will return. They will enter Zion with singing. Everlasting joy will crown their heads. Gladness and joy will overtake them. And sorrow and sighing will flee away. It is the straight and narrow way that leads to eternal life. Jesus Christ is our justification, our sanctification, and our glorification. Timothy, you are to remember this apostolic doctrine. Always remember it. And always remind the people in the church about this doctrine repeatedly. Especially Timothy must remind believers. The second Timothy chapter 2, 8 through 13. He must charge and warn the Orthodox Church to have nothing to do with the lies preached 
in the synagogue of Satan that lead people astray from the true gospel to the lies of the devil. The Orthodox Church must delight herself in the Holy Scriptures of both the Old and New Testaments. The Orthodox doctrine alone is sound and life-giving. Sound means healthy. 2 Timothy 4.3 For the time will come when men will not put up with sound health-giving doctrine. Titus 2.1 You must teach what is in accord with sound doctrine. The minister must put upon God's people this responsibility of being governed by the Holy Scripture most solemnly. So we read in 1 Timothy 5.21 I charge you in the light of God and Christ Jesus and the elect angels to keep these instructions without partiality and to do nothing out of favoritism. Or 2 Timothy 4.1 In the presence of God and of Christ Jesus who will judge the living and the dead in view of his appearing and his kingdom I give you this charge it is a solemn thing to receive Christ and be baptized and join his church and accept the responsibility and verse 15 second Timothy chapter 2 says do your best Do your utmost to present yourself to God as one approved, a workman who does not need to be ashamed and who correctly handles the word of truth. The apostle from his dungeon in Rome counsels his son Timothy and all orthodox ministers to do their utmost with the Holy Ghost power and burning zeal to give themselves over to the diligent, earnest study of the scriptures. And we read 2 Timothy 3:15 through 17 about the scriptures and how from infancy you have known the holy scriptures which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. All scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting and training in righteousness. Training in doing what is right so that the man of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. The counsel is the minister should not be a lazy person, a sluggard, but a hard worker, that he may study scripture prayerfully and diligently, that he may cut a straight path that he may interpret scripture correctly in keeping with the gospel that he received from the apostle in keeping with apostolic 
doctrine. An orthodox minister has no freedom to interpret scripture according to his fanciful imagination. He must be pious and learned and hardworking, able to handle the scripture correctly. He must rely on the Holy Spirit and what he heard from the apostle. 2 Timothy 2 and the things you have heard me say in the presence of many witnesses and trust to reliable men who will also be qualified to teach others. 2 Timothy 1 what you heard from me keep us the pattern of sound doctrine with faith and love in Christ Jesus. Guard the good deposit that was entrusted to you Guard it with the help of the Holy Spirit who lives in us. First Timothy 6.20 Timothy, guard what has been entrusted to your care. Turn away from godless chatter and the opposing ideas of what is falsely called knowledge. Friends, The true ministers are to guard the truth of the gospel by interpreting it correctly. That's why you need to learn Greek and Hebrew, the original languages in which the scripture is written, if possible. Interpreting correctly, preaching it powerfully with all authority of the Holy Ghost Teaching it, practicing it, entrusting it to reliable men that they may teach others also until the return of Christ, that Christ will approve him, that he will not be ashamed, but he will be blessed and be happy when Christ comes again. Friends, a minister must present himself to God daily for his approval and also on the last day. There is going to be a last day, sir, when he will judge us and everybody else. First Corinthians 3, by the grace God has given me, I laid a foundation as an expert builder, And someone else is building on it. But each one should be careful how he builds. For no one can lay any foundation other than the one already laid, which is Jesus Christ. If any man builds on this foundation using gold, silver, costly stones, wood, hay or straw, his work will be shown for what it is. Because the day will bring it to light. It will be revealed with fire. And the fire will test the quality of each man's work. If what he has built survives, he will be approved. He will receive a reward. Timothy, you must guard the truth and preach it so that God will commend you and approve you. 
that you may hear from the master well done good and faithful servants or you wicked and lazy servant and throw that worthless servant outside into the darkness where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth friends preaching is not for everybody it is for those who are called and commissioned and sent to preach the gospel and we read in the bible that god presents us to himself colossians 1:22 but now he has reconciled you by christ's physical body through death to present you holy in his sight without blemish and free from accusation and we read that christ is presenting us to himself husbands love your wives just as christ loved the church and gave himself up for her to make her holy cleansing her by the washing with water through the word and to present her to himself as a radiant church without stain or wrinkle or any other blemish but holy and blameless that is what christ is going to do and the ministers of the gospel are to do the same Colossians 1:28 we proclaim him admonishing and teaching everyone with all wisdom so that we may present everyone perfect in Christ and not only that i am jealous for you 2 Corinthians 11:2 with a godly jealousy i promised you to one husband to Christ so that i might present you as a pure virgin to him not just virgin sir pure virgin to him and finally everyone has this responsibility to present oneself to god approved so we read second timothy 2:15 do your best to present yourself to god as one approved approved by whom god sir a workman who does not need to be ashamed and who correctly handles the word of truth all lazy and wicked ministers will be disapproved and will be ashamed read matthew 7:23 then i will tell them plainly i never knew you away from me you evil doers speaking about ministers all hard working ministers who are pious and learned and correctly handles the word of truth will be approved and blessed by god friends jesus was approved by the father he said this is my beloved son in whom i am well pleased listen to him saint stephen was commended by christ but stephen full of the holy ghost 
looked up to heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing at the right hand of God. Look, he said, I see heaven open and the Son of Man standing at the right hand of God. And we read in Hebrews 11, verse 2 and verse 39, this is what the ancients were commended for. These were all commended for their faith by God. In the final analysis, we must as ministers stand before God to be approved by him. And the question is, Did you handle the word of truth correctly? Did you preach it? Did you teach it? Did you practice it? And St. Paul was approved by God. 2 Timothy 4, 6 through 8, For I am already being poured out like a drink offering, and the time has come for my departure. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Now there is in store for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will award to me on that day, and not only to me, but also to all who have longed for his appearing. A minister should be commended by Christ daily and on the last day. A minister, friends, is to preach the word of truth, pointing to Jesus Christ, his person, and his work of redemption. The whole scripture is speaking about Jesus Christ. Paul did not want to know anything but Jesus Christ and him crucified. And let me tell you, he was a hard worker as Jesus Christ was. Jesus Christ said, my food is to do the will of him who sent me and what, sir? To finish it. And Paul said, but by the grace of God, I am what I am. And his grace to me was not without effect. That's a litotis. Means it was of great effect. No, I worked harder than all of them, yet not I, but the grace of God that was with me. Hard-working minister. The scripture alone is the word of truth. Paul says, Ephesians 4, surely you heard of him and were taught in him in accordance with the truth that is in Jesus. Outside of Jesus, there is no truth. Let God be true and every man a liar. The scripture alone is the word of truth. Jesus is absolute truth, not changing truth. He is unchangeable in his being. He alone is truth. What is the philosophy in the university? The philosophy that is false. That creation, they don't want to use the word creation. Matter came about by chance. They worship chance. 
Jesus is absolute truth. This truth sets people free. Jesus said, my word is spirit and my word is life. I'm not ashamed of the gospel because it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone who believes. The scripture alone makes one wise unto salvation. The minister who misinterprets the scriptures and teaches it is a servant of the devil. Acts 20. Now I know that none of you among whom I have gone about preaching the kingdom will see me again. Therefore I declare to you today that I am innocent of the blood of men. For I have not hesitated to proclaim to you the whole counsel of God. Keep watch over yourselves and all the flock of which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers. Be shepherds of the church of God, which he bought with his own blood. I know that after I live, savage wolves. Ministers, savage wolves will come in among you. And will not spare the flock. Even from your own number. Men will arise and distort the truth. In order to draw every disciples after them. So be on your guard. Remember that for three years. I never stopped warning each of you night and day. With tears. A true minister preaches the true gospel and lives it. So that he says, follow me as I follow the Lord Jesus Christ. He is not there to beg some money and please people by teaching dung. True believers live a holy life. A good tree produces good fruit. Jesus taught, by their fruit you shall recognize them. Now look at verse 19. And let me read it to you, sir, verse 19. Nevertheless, God's solid foundation stands firm, sealed with this inscription. The Lord knows those who are his. And everyone who confesses the name of the Lord must Turn away from wickedness. The synagogue of Satan says you can sin and come to church. We are not interested in knowing what you are doing. One holy orthodox church is built by Christ. And I tell you, you are Peter on this rock means Petra means Christ himself. On this rock I will build my church and the gates of Hades will not overcome it. The foundation is not Peter. Peter himself said so. It is a misunderstanding of the Roman Catholic Church or anybody who believes it. Jesus Christ is the foundation of the church. Christ himself is the Petra, the massive bedrock foundation of absolute truth and not Peter. Peter himself said so. 
Now let me read to you 1 Peter chapter 2, 4 through 6. As you come to him, the living stone. Him, the living stone. Christ, the living stone. Rejected by men, but chosen by God and precious to him. But you also, like living stones, are being built into a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood offering spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. For in the scripture it says, Isaiah 28:16, See, I lay a stone in Zion, a chosen and precious cornerstone, and the one who trusts in him will never be put to shame. Nothing to do with Peter. Nothing to do with me. We are built upon the foundation of the gospel of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Christ is the massive living foundation stone. And he makes the elect of all ages living stones by the miracle of regeneration. I'm asking one question. Are you regenerate? Have you experienced that miracle? Has your nature been changed? Has he made the bad tree into good tree to produce good fruit? That's my question. He's the massive living foundation stone and he makes the elect of all ages living stones by the miracle of regeneration and with the living stones Christ builds the church on his own foundation the Lord adds to the church daily those who are being saved the elect living stones sir come from all the diverse people of the whole world Here there is no Greek or Jew, circumcised or uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave or free. But Christ is all and in all. No discrimination in the church of Jesus Christ. Rich or poor, it makes no difference. Each living stone is built into the church in relation to Christ. And all true believers, there is unity and sacrificial love. The church is God's holy family. Remember what Jesus said, my mother and brothers and sisters are those who obey the will of my God. No stone will Move away from its place where Christ placed it. Satan cannot deceive them. In due time, the non-elect false Christians, the second and third soil Christians, the phony Christians, plastic Christians, fake Christians, will move to the synagogue of Satan. So we read in, 1 John 2.19, they went out from us, but they did not belong to us. For if they had belonged to us, they would have remained with us. But their going showed that none of them belonged to us. 
the Orthodox Church, Christ's family. True believers persevere to the end. This solid foundation representing the whole one true holy apostolic orthodox church stands forever. And that's what we read in 1 Timothy 3.15. If I am delayed, you will know how people ought to conduct themselves in God's household, which is the church of the living God, the pillar and foundation of truth. It is solid. It is strong. It is unshakable. It stands forever. The gates of hell shall crumble before it like the walls of Jericho. In ancient times. Friends. The church is owned by God. Built by Jesus Christ. With the elect believers of all ages. It is indwelt by God. And protected by him. No one can snatch a true believer. From the living God. God is their security. God's truth dwells in the church. As it is preached by God called God appointed ministers. God's truth is also lived out in this holy orthodox church. The foundation of the church reveals the seal of God to all with two divine inscriptions on it. And let me tell you about this two inscription. First, the Lord knows those who are his. Which means the Lord chose, the Lord loves. Professor John Murray speaks about it. Proginosco means what, sir? Loved before. The Lord knows those who belong to him, those for whom only Christ died and was raised from the dead. The Lord loves them even as he loves Jesus Christ. John 17, 23. God's love for his church is undying and eternal. So not even one shall perish. Not even a hair on your head shall perish. What a security we have in Christ. Unafraid of what may come. Death itself is destroyed by Christ's death. And we are set free from all fears. So we read, sir, I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep and my sheep know me. A true pastor knows the sheep and the sheep know the pastor. Romans 8, 29, 34, those God foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the likeness of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brothers, and those he predestined, he also called, those he called, he also justified, and those he justified, the Lord knows those who are his, he will Glorify them. That's the doctrine I preach, sir. You can trust in Jesus Christ. And he said, I give them eternal life and they shall never perish. Here we read again. 
Ephesians 1 4 for he chose us in him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight he will have a holy bride pure virgin number two inscription the Lord's holy people must once for all Greek imperative separate themselves from all wickedness in this church we don't teach you go and sin we teach you go and sin no more now you have vitally united with Jesus Christ by faith go and what sir neither do I condemn you go and sin no more must once for all separate themselves from all wickedness everyone who believes in Christ and confesses the name of the Lord if you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead you will be saved such confessors must and will live by grace a holy life God says be ye holy for I am holy and without holiness no one shall see God the Lord will have a holy bride who will radiate the glory of Christ the knowledge of the truth of the gospel leads to holiness Titus 1 1 and first Peter 1 2 says whom who have been chosen according to the foreknowledge of God the Father through the sanctifying work of the Spirit for obedience to Jesus Christ he said go and sin no more Revelation 19 let us rejoice and be glad and give him glory for the wedding of the Lamb has come and his bride has made herself ready fine linen bright and clean was given her to wear fine linen stands for the righteous acts of the saints friends the Lord does not know the ungodly the antinomians Matthew 7 21 through 23 not everyone who says to me Lord Lord will enter the kingdom of heaven but only he who does the will of my father who is in heaven many will say to me ministers on that day Lord Lord did we not prophesy in your name and in your name drive out demons and perform many miracles then I will tell them plainly I never knew you there is one thing we must make certain make your calling and election sure Lord does not know the ungodly the antinomians God who justifies the ungodly by grace makes them godly also by grace if a professing Christian lives an antinomian and wicked life he does not belong to the church of God he belongs to the synagogue of Satan he is a Hermogenes, a Philetus, a Judas, a Demas, his child of the devil. 
Saint John says in First John three seven and eight, dear children, do not let anyone lead you astray. He who does what is right is righteous. Just as he is righteous, he who does what is sinful is of the devil. The Lord knows his holy people. They are regenerate. They are justified, adopted. They are being sanctified and shall be glorified. They shall dwell with God forever. They move away from the tents of the wicked and their wickedness as God's people whom the Lord knew moved away from the rebellious Korah and company whom the Lord destroyed. So we read, then he said to Korah and all his followers, in the morning the Lord will show who belongs to him and who is holy. Then we read number 16, he warned the assembly, move back from the tents of these wicked men. Isaiah 52 verse 11, depart, depart, go out from there, touch no unclean thing, come out from it and be separate, be holy, be pure. According to 1 Timothy 3.15, the church is the pillar and foundation of the truth. God's church is founded on truth. That is on Jesus. The church is also the pillar of truth. Friends, we ask the question, how do you distinguish between the church of God and the synagogue of Satan? If the word of truth is not preached, and practiced in a church it is a synagogue of Satan God never guides his elect to join a synagogue of Satan in the name of a Christian church there exists multitude of synagogues of Satan in the whole world friends God's church is holy Professor Mount says this obedience to the ethical demands of the gospel is mandatory, not optional. And 219, friends, this verse proves election and sanctification are inseparable. And so the second point is synagogue of Satan 2 Timothy chapter 4 2 verse 14 16, 17 and 18 keep reminding them of these things warn them before God against quarreling about words it is of no use and is catastrophe to those who listen. That's a Greek word there. Ruin means catastrophe. And verse 16. Avoid godless chatter. 
because those who indulge in it will become more and more immoral you get out of this church you will practice immorality and verse 17 their teaching will spread like cancer killing people their teaching will spread like cancer among them are Hymenaeus and Philetus who have wandered away from the truth they say that the resurrection has already taken place and they destroy the faith of some they are destroyers I want to speak to you about the unorthodox church the synagogue of Satan it's all around us all over the world and they function in the name of Christian church and Jesus said in Revelation 2.9 and 3.9 know your afflictions and your poverty yet you are rich I know the slander of those who say they are Jews and are not but a synagogue of Satan the true church will be slandered Revelation 3.9 I will make those who are of the synagogue of Satan who claim to be Jews and I would say claim to be Christians though they are not but are liars I will make them come and fall down at your feet and acknowledge that I have loved you in the devil's church the devil dwells and his ministers preach lies in demon power that oppose God's truth in the church of the devil we hear lies of human philosophy Colossians 2.8 says see to it that no one takes you captive through hollow and deceptive philosophy which depends on not on revelation but on human tradition and the basic principles of this world rather than on God so people are entertained there sir They don't preach about sin and repentance and faith in Jesus Christ. Regeneration. Hell. Heaven. Nothing. They preach about false science. And false religions. They preach about rationalism. Chance. Irrationalism. Liberalism. Read Machen's work. Christianity and liberalism liberalism that denies the scripture and especially the miracles and the authority of scripture its infallibility its inerrancy it speaks about materialism which must be understood in two ways one is make a lot of money money alone matters the other is philosophical materialism that means there is nothing but matter 
produced by chance. See, these people worship chance. You go to the university here, you will find them worshiping chance. Marxist philosophy, liberation theology. They believe in atheism, health and wealth, false Christianity. And so, let me make certain propositions. First, useless war of words, catastrophe. You go to that church, everything is what, sir? Useless, catastrophe. They ruin those who listen to their anti-word. Number three, this false gospel send the worshippers to hell. In other words, going to church is a dangerous enterprise. They will send you to hell if they do not preach the gospel. Hell, number four, is prepared by God for the devil and his angels and all human followers of the devil. Matthew 25, 41, then he will say to those on his left, depart from me, you who are cursed into the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels prepared by God himself. Matthew 25, 46, then they will go away to eternal punishment. But the righteous God's people of Orthodox Church, the righteous will go to eternal life. Number five, Timothy and his people must shun them, have nothing to do with them. They are darkness, you are light. They are wicked, you are righteous. They are children of the devil, you are children of God. It's that simple. There are people in violation of someone, fellowshiped with wicked people and became wicked and are damned. They were destroyed by wicked people. They enjoyed the anti-scripture philosophy. And so 2 John 10 and 11, if anyone comes to you and does not bring this teaching, orthodox gospel, do not take him into your house or welcome him. Anyone who welcomes him shares in his wicked work. And their teaching. Let me give you some example of their teachings. First Timothy 1, 3, and 4. As I urged you when I went into Macedonia, stay there in Ephesus so that you may command. See, pastor, commands, not begs. Commands to repent. Commands to believe. Commands to love one another. That you may command certain men not to teach false doctrine any longer. Nor to devote themselves to myths and endless genealogies. War of words. 
These promote controversies rather than God's work, which is by faith. First Timothy 4, 7, have nothing to do with godless myths and old wives' tales. The moment you come to this church, you understand it is a church, educated church in the gospel. Serious exposition of the scriptures, the very word of God. In 1 Timothy 6, 4 and 5, he is conceited and understands nothing. He has an unhealthy interest in controversies and quarrels about words that result in envy, strife, malicious talk, evil suspicions, and constant friction between men of corrupt mind. You go to some of these churches, fights, controversies, disunity, wickedness, misery. Men of corrupt mind who have been robbed of the truth. Who robbed it? The devil. He came and took it away. The parable of the sower, the seed that fell into the pathway. Robbed of the truth and who think that godliness is a means to financial gain. A lot of people get into it to make money. 1 Timothy 6, 20 and 21. Timothy, guard what has been entrusted to your care. The word of God entrusted to you for your care. Turn away from godless chatter and the opposing ideas of what is falsely called knowledge. Falsely called knowledge which some have professed and in so doing have wandered from the truth, the gospel. The Bible, the person and work of Jesus Christ. Second Timothy 3 verse 13, while evil men and imposters will go from bad to worse, deceiving and being deceived. Beginning with the pastor, deceived. Second Timothy 4, 3 and 4, for the time will come when men will not put up with sound doctrine instead to suit their own desires. They will gather around them a great number of teachers to say what their itching ears want to hear. And people love it so. My people, what sir? Love it so. They will turn their ears away from the truth and turn aside to myths, stories you make up. Pastor has become an entertainer. You watch a television, they, they will perform miracle for a fee, sir. Health and wealth preachers, come to my church, give me the money, and I will preach about health and wealth and power. Come to my church, the antinomians, practicing and teaching what, sir? Immorality. False teachers pretend to be very intellectual. So look down upon the Bible as foolishness, as they dish out their dung to the members of that church. Well, sir, let me tell you who a fool is and what foolishness is. 
1 Corinthians 1, 18 through 30. Listen, for the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing. That is those who are going to hell, but to us who are being saved. The gospel is the power of God for it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise. The intelligence of the intelligent I will frustrate. Where is the wise man? Where is the scholar? Where is the philosopher of this age? Has not God made foolish the wisdom of the world for sins? In the wisdom of God, the world through its wisdom did not know him. God was pleased through the foolishness of what was preached to save those who believe. The Jews demand miraculous signs and Greeks look for wisdom. But we preach Christ crucified a stumbling block to the Jews and foolishness to the Gentiles. But to those whom God has called both Jews and Greeks, Christ, the power of God, Christ, the wisdom of God. For the foolishness of God is wiser than man's wisdom, and the weakness of God is stronger than man's strength. Brothers, think of what you were when you were called. Not many of you were wise by human standards not many were influential not many were not of noble birth but God chose thank God God chose the foolish things of the world to shame the wise God shames the wise God chose the weak things of the world to shame the strong he chose the lowly things of this world and the despised things, the things that are nothing, to nullify the things that are, so that no one may boast before him. It is because of him that you are in Christ Jesus who has become for us wisdom from God. That is our righteousness, holiness, and redemption. Number eight, their false teaching leads to greater and greater immorality. Titus 1, 1, Paul, a servant of God and an apostle of Jesus Christ for the faith of God's elect and the knowledge of the truth that leads to godliness, holiness, Christ-likeness. And if you love godliness, you are born again. You are producing good fruit. Number nine, members of the church of Satan are children of their father, the devil. They all lie. John eight forty four. you belong to your father, the devil, and you want to carry out your father's will. Desire. He was a murderer from the beginning, not holding to the truth, for there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks his native language, for he is a liar and father of all lies. How do you know this is an orthodox church? This church preaches the truth of the scripture. Number 10. 
this anti-gospel religious nonsense spreads like cancer and kills and damns everyone who believes it. Number 11, many go on this broad way of lie and immorality to eternal death. Number 12, the children of the devil are in God's visible church as second and third soil Christians, but they will leave in due time to join the church of the devil to practice every form of immorality. Number 13, they wander away from truth away from the one holy orthodox church. Let me read some scripture. Titus 1.6 Some have wandered away from these and turned to meaningless talk. 1 Timothy 6.20 and 21 Timothy, God, what has been entrusted to your care, turn away from godless chatter and the opposing ideas of what is falsely called knowledge, which some have professed and in so doing have wandered away from the faith. And Second Timothy 2.18 also says the same thing. Number 14, they oppose the gospel by denying the central Christian doctrine of the resurrection. 1 Corinthians 15, some in the Corinthian church denied the resurrection. And the whole chapter is written to defend Christian doctrine of the resurrection of Jesus Christ and therefore our resurrection. So 2 Timothy 2.18 they have wandered away from the truth. They say that the resurrection has already taken place and they destroy the faith of some. See these were Gnostics. They believed matter is evil. Therefore there is no resurrection of the body. What matters is immortality of the soul. This is what Pharisees believed. They are intellectuals. They are sophisticated people. They have PhDs after their name. Modern fools. God calls everybody fools who will not believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. Number 15. They destroy the faith of some, it says but not the elect. The elect people will not be destroyed. Matthew 24, 24, Jesus says, for false Christ and false prophets will appear and perform great signs and miracles. See, don't be all taken up with miracles. The devil can do it. These false people pretend they are healing people. For false Christs and false prophets will appear and perform great signs and miracles to deceive. The purpose is to deceive even the elect 
If that were possible, what is the answer? It's not possible. If God chose you, he saves you. He saves you with the salvation which is in Christ Jesus with eternal glory. A child of God cannot be deceived. Number 16. They are cursed. Galatians 1. I am astonished that you are so quickly deserting the one who called you by the grace of Christ and are turning to a different gospel which is really no gospel at all evidently some people are throwing you into confusion and are trying to pervert the gospel of Christ but even if we or an angel from heaven should preach a gospel other than the one we preach to you let him be eternally condemned, cursed. Number 17, they preach a pseudo Jesus, a pseudo gospel, a pseudo spirit, a different Jesus, different gospel, and different spirit. 2 Corinthians 11, for if someone comes to you and preaches a Jesus other than the Jesus we preached, or if you receive a different spirit from the one you received, or a different gospel from the one you accepted, you put up with it easily enough. Sir, you must get angry. You must confront that preacher and walk out because he is a minister of the devil. Number 18, their ministers masquerade as angels of light, but in fact, they are ministers of Satan. So read in 2 Corinthians 11, for such men are false apostles, deceitful workmen masquerading as apostles of Christ, and no wonder for Satan himself masquerades as an angel of light it is not surprising then if his servants masquerade as servants of righteousness their end will be what their actions deserve hell itself we tolerate every kind of messages we are wonderful people pluralism Jesus didn't tolerate it the apostles didn't tolerate it Stand for truth, preach truth, believe truth, and die for truth if needs be. Number 19, they are ferocious wolves ready to kill true believers if that were possible. Acts 20, 29, and 30. I know that after I leave, but it is the truth, the devil is always at work. And may God raise up leaders who believe the truth and fight for the truth and die for the truth. I know that after I leave, savage wolves will come in among you and will not spare the flock. Even from your own number, men will arise and distort the truth in order to draw away disciples after them. So be on your guard. Remember, 
that for three years I never stopped warning each of you night and day with tears. They have a form of godliness, but no heart reality. Second Timothy 3, 1 through 5, but mark this, there will be terrible times in the last days. People will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money. Boastful, proud, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, without love, unforgiving, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not lovers of the good, treacherous, fresh, conceited, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying its power, having nothing to do with them. They are carriers of disease. Their main goal is to make money through religion. And constant friction between men of corrupt minds who have been robbed of the truth and who think godliness is a means to financial gain. I serve a living and true God, Jehovah Jireh, and he provides for his servants and his people. Number 22, such people must be excommunicated from the Orthodox Church, handing over to Satan for punishment. 1 Timothy 1, 19 and 20, holding on to faith and good conscience, some have rejected these and so have shipwrecked their faith. Their faith among them are Hymenaeus and Alexander, whom I have handed over to Satan to be taught not to blaspheme. But it didn't work. They became more wicked. Number 23. Those who go out of God's church are sick and are contagious. Those who fellowship with them will become spiritually sick and destroyed. And Jesus said, the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Their gospel. What is their gospel? Come and sin with us and be very happy. Jesus says, take up your cross and take my yoke upon you and follow me. The master devil says, Don't worry. Be free of God's moral law and be happy. Sin more. Sin daily. There is a lot of pleasure in sin. Make sure that you are members of God's one true, holy, apostolic, universal orthodox church that exists throughout the world you have to look for it but they exist where two or three are gathered together there I am in the midst of them you go to Africa you go to China you go to all parts of the world you go to Middle East you will find them they are being killed and destroyed make sure 
There's only one thing needful to believe on the Lord Jesus Christ that you may be saved. So one thing needful, make certain your calling and your election, your salvation. And when you die, and everyone must die, unless Christ comes, you will go to heaven itself. Make sure, friends, that you are members of God's Orthodox Church through repentance of your sin and trusting in Jesus Christ alone for your eternal salvation. For the Bible says, Christ died for our sins and was raised for our justification. He is the Savior of the world. There is no other Savior. There are other religions, but there is no other Savior but Jesus Christ. He said, I give them eternal life and they shall never perish. Heavenly Father, we pray that you help us to be members of your Orthodox Church that you built upon your foundation foundation of Jesus himself who is the living stone and your people you made them living stones and each one is built in relation to Christ and to God's people and we pray O Lord that you continue help us to persevere to the very end by the power of the mighty Holy Spirit. For we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Grace Valley Christian Center is committed to the unchanging truth of the Holy Scriptures. We have been proclaiming the whole counsel of God since 1974 through our weekly worship services, our website resources, and our publishing ministry. For more information about our church, to find more edifying sermons, or to order books by the Rev. P.G. Matthew, please visit our website at gracevalley.org.